0: The following sermon is brought to you by New Covenant Community Church, a Bible-based church located on Route 62 east of Johnstown, Ohio. To learn about New Covenant Community Church, visit www.new-covenant.org. Again, that is new-covenant.org. Now, enjoy the message. The psalmist said in Psalm 8410, Better is one day in his courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. I hope that you have come to that conclusion. I have. My role here as the pastor of this church is obviously predominantly in the ministry of the word and of prayer. And certainly it's vital that I protect that time, but... Just because I'm the pastor, I'm not above any other task around here, and there's plenty of times when I'll do work outside or clean the toilets, and and there's times where I think to myself, you know, if I was not the pastor of this church, I would just, I would rather clean the toilets here than be in the tents of wickedness. If you would too, say amen. There you go, Tim. There's all the volunteers that clean the toilets after church, so thank you all for being so loving. Tim took all your names down in that short amount of time, so... Uh, Please be taking your Bibles to Psalm chapter 19, the Old Testament book of Psalms, chapter 19. Certainly glad that you've chosen to be with us this morning as you acquaint yourself with this ministry. Our goal is that like we have found for you to find Jesus to be your soft place to land in this place that you would find satisfaction and joy beyond all others in the very person of our Savior is our goal for you. And so if you've been here for a while or you've not been here for a while, perhaps you're just visiting and you see those connect cards that were handed to you on the way in or underneath the chairs in front of you, if you plan on sticking around for a while, fill one of those out and throw those in the offering plate, I'd love to be able to connect with you. But for now, it's enough for us to be in Psalm chapter 19. As we all look to verse 7 and following. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless, and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Jesus, I pray by your Holy Spirit right now, Lord, that you would shine a light on this text make it come alive, illuminate it to us, that we could see it, that we could be nourished from the spiritual nourishment of the preaching of your word. I pray in Jesus' name, and we all say together. We as Christians talk about chains quite a bit, particularly in chains being broken. We preach about it, we see quotes about it, We write lots and lots of songs about it. You don't believe me. How many of you heard the song, There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain? Raise your hand if you've heard that song. A number of us have. My chains are gone. I've been set free. Raise your hand if you've heard that song. A lot of us have heard that song. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Raise your, yep, we've, a lot of us have heard that song as well. And rightly so. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior, if you have repented of your sins and he is the God of your life, the chains of sin are indeed broken. The chains of death no longer have any power over you. Those things are indeed broken. So we, for good reason, sing about chains being broken. But there are times, however, when chains can be a very, very good thing. When you run your car off the side of the road in the wintertime, and some guy with a 4 by 4 and a chain steps out of his truck, that is a good thing. He will be able to tie that chain to his truck and to the other end of your car and bring you back to where you ought to be, from where you are to the place of where you ought to be, to bring you back in proper alignment with the road. If you know that's a good time, say amen. Actually, it's always a terrible time when you run your car off the side of the road, but it's great when the hillbilly runs out with a four-wheel drive truck and helps you. That's a good thing. The chain is a good thing in that circumstance. A chain is a good thing if you're on a boat, and there's a very large chain connecting that boat to an anchor that keeps the boat where it ought to be, that keeps the ship right where it ought to be. That chain in a storm, as everything around you is whirling out of control, you'll be very thankful For that chain, we're going to be taking the next four weeks for the month of September, and we're going to be preaching about our core values as a church. We're going to be preaching about some good chains, things that are keeping us where we ought to be in the middle of a storm, as well as things that bring us back when we do go astray. Now we have a purpose statement as a church, which is what I'm sure you've seen on the wall in the foyer that is a condensed version of all of our core values, and it simply says that we're calling every follower of Jesus to magnify his name, minister his gospel, mimic his holiness, and multiply his disciples. And the reason we came up with a purpose statement that is a condensed version of all those core values is based on Habakkuk 2.2, which says, Then the Lord answered and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. We wanted a condensed version of all of our core values that is something that we could memorize, something that we could put on bracelets or clothing or whatever else it is that, that helps us steer our this church in the right direction with Jesus as the helm, and we have that very clear vision of the direction we're going. But the core values that are deeper than this purpose statement, the underlying principles that we're saying as a church, these are the hills that we're dying on. These are the good chains that are holding us in the proper place or bringing us back into the right place should we go astray. These are the good chains that we'll be preaching about throughout the next few weeks, which will be a great opportunity as, our, as this ministry here has grown, that you'll be able to be more familiar with this ministry and what we stand for. These particular good chains are what we'll be preaching through, and the very first one is what I'd like to show you on this first slide. New Covenant Community Church exists to praise Jesus through worship and the Word. New Covenant Community Church exists to, everyone say it with me, praise Jesus through worship and the Word. You'll remember it was now a little over a year ago when we first brought these out to the church, these core values that we preach through to say that these are the things, these are the hills that we die on. If you remember well, if you were around then, which many of you were not as the church has grown, you'll remember that we preached in Matthew chapter 4 when the devil was tempting Jesus and we saw how the devil tempted Jesus with some particular things. One of the ways in which particularly that the devil tempted Jesus was he took him up on a high precipice, a high place, some kind of mountain where Jesus could survey the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said, all of these will be yours if you but bow down and worship me. To which Jesus replies, away with you, Satan, the Lord only shall you serve him only shall you worship. So we saw that this worshiping of Jesus, this worshiping of the one true God was a hill that we were willing to die on. It is the instruction that God gives us. Another way that we see the devil having tempted Jesus was after 40 days of fasting, Jesus was very hungry. The Bible says, as you might imagine, fasting 40 days. And the devil comes to Jesus and says, If you are the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. To which Jesus replied, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we as a church, New Covenant Community Church, existing to praise Jesus through worship and the Word, we said this is a pillar. This is a core value. This is a good chain." that will keep us in the proper place, or if we ever were to stray, would be something that would remind us, would be that pickup truck pulling us back onto the middle of the road that would show us the proper way. If you remember well, you'll know the illustration that we used to illustrate this principle, the things that Jesus said there in Matthew chapter 4 was, I told the story of a mare that I used to have. When I was a teenager, bought and sold and raised horses for money as as a teenager. And, And I bought this very tall, very large buckskin mare. Beautiful animal, except for the fact that she was severely underweight and had a very, very poor body condition. And all I did was I brought her home, I trimmed her feet, I filled up the water tank, and I put her out on fresh, lush grass for about five or six weeks, I think it was. And just a few short weeks later, she her body condition had completely changed, she was nourished, her skin had healed from all of the bite marks that she had had previously, and she was a thousand pounds of the most beautiful animal you've ever seen. And the reason was is because she was nourished. She had been nourished by this grass that she was intended as an animal that God had made to eat. Her body was nourished, and she was thriving. There was a growing, there was a vitality, there was a health about the body of that animal simply because she had been nourished. And what we said now almost over a year ago, we said that if if we as a church see the Word of God as not just this thing, but it, it is likened to that of food, Jesus says. You can compare it. It's not even comparable to food because you can't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, it's likened to that of nourishment. And we said if we as a church chain ourselves with this good chain to the Word of God, there's going to we can expect some of those things to happen. And sure enough, I stand here as a pastor who loves his Savior to say that the mayor has gotten fatter. The ministry has grown not just numerically. That is a piece of it, but it's not the only piece of it. This church, this ministry has become stronger, there's been a health, there's been a vitality. We have seen that through all the ups and downs of the culture that we've gone through over this past year, and it's been awesome to know that if we are nourished from the Word of God, if we have this good chain connecting us to the Word of God in this way, that we can trust Him to take care of all things in His due timing. So as we seek to better understand this good chain, as we revisit these things that are our core values, I invite you now to look back to verse 7 in Psalm 19, which we already read. As we look at it in more detail and come more familiar with this core value that I believe is pleasing to the Lord. Verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Now, in those verses we just read, there are some things mentioned that cause some stuff. The things mentioned that cause some stuff are the law of the Lord, the testimony of the Lord, the statutes of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord, and the judgments of the Lord. And I hope you're thinking to yourself as you're really being engaged with the Word of God this morning that you ask yourself, well, where is it that we find all of these things? Where do we find the law of the Lord, this testimony of the Lord, the statutes of the Lord, commandments and judgments? Where do we find all these things? And if you're thinking to yourself that you're holding it before you this morning, where we have all of those things compiled, that is a wonderful, wonderful direction that you are thinking that those things are found in the Word of God. Now, all of these things being found in the word of God, I don't at all want us to change scripture, but I don't believe it would be a stretch at all to say if we were to reread Psalm 19 verses 7 through 9, which we have already read, and you could replace all those law, testimony, statutes, commandments, judgments with simply the word of the Lord. And hear me, we need to be very careful to never change scripture. But if we were to say the word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, we could all say yes, that is true because the law of the Lord is found in the word of God. The word of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple, which we can say is absolutely the case because the testimony of the Lord is the thing that makes wise the simple and the testimony of the Lord is found in God's word. The word of the Lord is right, rejoicing the heart. The word of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The word of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The word of the Lord is true and righteous, altogether if you're smelling what i'm stepping in say amen and we see these things found in god's word that cause some stuff and you say well pastor ben what is the stuff that it causes in other words if we chain ourselves to god's word that include all of those things that call stuff law of the lord testimony of the lord statutes commandments judgments If we chain ourselves with a good chain to God's Word that has all those things, what are the stuff, what is the stuff that it produces? What are the things that we can expect? In those verses we already covered, it says the converting of the soul, the making wise of the simple, the rejoicing of the heart. The enlightening of the eyes and this enduring forever and righteous altogether is what the word of God is that we can chain ourselves to. So if we as individuals, if you're single this morning, or our families, or us as a church, if we never forget this good chain that we as a church exist to praise Jesus through worship and the word, we're talking about the word first this morning. If we chain ourselves to the word of God, we can expect some of these things to happen. Not that our lives will always be wonderful, but there's a natural progression that God says these things cause these things. And I'd like to preach about these things for just a moment. The first of which being the conversion of the soul. If we chain ourselves to the word of God, if we see this law of the Lord that's in the word of God as perfect, and it results in this conversion of the soul. I don't think that it's any surprise that this soul conversion topic is the first on the list. In Luke 19.10, Jesus says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. There are other movements and causes that will try and creep in, into our assembly, into this church We must remember that if we chain ourselves to the Word of God, that the result, the key result that we can look for out of the Word of God to begin to happen among our fellowship is soul conversion. Some of these movements and causes can be difficult to spot, and they can creep in slowly. Movements of recycling things, or movements of climate change, or movements of social justice, or whatever the other movement that can creep in These are other and secondary movements. The the results that we'll get if we chain ourselves to the word of God, though, is the conversion of the soul. And other movements are a little more difficult to spot. And we must be wise about this church. Hear me. There are movements like proper protocol for COVID or even what should have and should not have happened in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Hear me and hear me right. If you chain yourselves to those things only, and let's say for the sake of discussion that you're right about those things, that you are absolutely right in your understanding of COVID protocol, and you are absolutely right in your understanding of what should and should not have taken place in Afghanistan. You can be 100% correct in both of those things. Neither one of them will result in the conversion of a soul. Only the word of God can do that. We must chain ourselves first and foremost to the word of God so that there can be this result of soul conversion that we can carry on this mission that Jesus has given us before he left his earthly ministry. This is what we must be chained to. If you believe it, say amen. If we attach ourselves to God's word with this good change, we will be about the business of soul conversion. And can we just see and take a moment just to recognize that we as a church, we have seen some soul conversion in this church and that is not a credit to me that is not a credit to you this is this is by by God's grace that he would guide us in being a church that is tied with this good chain to the word of God so that we could see these results another result that we can see and expect is this making wise of the simple are you simple in your marriage do you need a better one are you simple in your friendships? And when I say simple, are you, are you lacking in? Are you unwise how to navigate in marriage and friendships or finances or parenting? I raised my hand really tall with the parenting one. Man, I love those kids, but they can drive me. I love those kids. I, I, I need to be made wise. I'm simple in my parenting. I need to be made wise in the word of God. And the word of God even tells us, Proverbs 3: 13 through 18. "Happy is the man who finds wisdom. Someone say, happy. "Happy. Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding, for her proceeds are better than profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies. And all the things you may compare, you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and all and happy are all who retain her. If we chain ourselves to the word of God as individuals, As families, as churches, if we never forget that we as a church exist to praise Jesus through worship and the Word, that we are a people about His Word, we can expect this making wise of the simple. And I don't know about you, but I think I'm a little bit wiser this year than I was simple last year, and it's because of the Word of God. Hopefully the same is for you as well. Not only that, not only in this redemption of the soul... Not only in this making wise of the simple can we expect when we chain ourselves to the Word of God as a church, as a family, as an individual, there's also this rejoicing of the heart. Let me ask you something. How many of you in the past few months have felt depressed about the way things are going in the world? If you didn't raise your hand, you're probably lying or you're very misinformed about what's going on in the world. And it's very, very clear to me the reason as to why is because... We're feeding on the wrong things. If we're digesting, if we are putting in our souls and in our hearts more media and social media than we are the Word and worship, we will not be nourished properly. If I take a skinny old mag and I put it out in the pasture and I just expect her to eat the bark off a tree, she's going to continue in her very malnourished state. We must be nourished by the proper things by this word and worship with a good chain and there be this rejoicing in the heart. Can I just tell you, church, just take a do this for a few weeks because this is something I've been doing and it's been blessing my life immensely. Take note of the number of minutes that you're on any kind of media and then take notes of the number of minutes that you're either worshiping, singing praises to God or in the word of God, spending time with the Lord in his word. Compare those number of minutes and I, I, I'm i willing to promise you this morning that when you, when you structure your life such that the amount of intake that you have of media is a number, a number of minutes less than what you're doing in worship and reading God, I promise you with everything I believe in that you will be smiling more, that your heart will be rejoicing when you chain yourself to the Word of God in this kind of way. It's been happening for me, and I really want to tell you that you ought to do it for yourself. It ought to make you smile more, and it will rejoice the heart. If you believe it, say amen. Not only all these things of rejoicing the heart, making wise the simple, and this redemption of the soul as results of chaining ourselves to the Word of God, but there is also this enlightening of the eyes that we can expect as individual believers or families or as a church when we chain ourselves to the Word of God and say that we exist to praise Jesus through worship and the Word that He has given us. Being chained to the Word of God enlightens the eyes. The world right now is in a rat race trying to figure out what to do with COVID. And perhaps you've seen, as I have, that there is a statistics battle going on right now. You have your set of beliefs that you have statistics to support and reasons as to why everyone else is wrong. And those people have their statistics that support what they believe and a set of reasons as to why you are wrong. And the circle goes around and around and around. Now hear me and hear me clearly. It is vitally important, vitally important, that you be well-informed, that you be educating yourselves, that you are being the wisest steward that you know how to be and actually putting some effort, putting some true effort, and educating yourselves so that you can be to the best of your knowledge and the best of your ability to preserve this body that God has given you to be the manager of as you be the manager of this Holy Spirit temple. That is vital. But when when you've chained yourselves to the Word of God, I think that just perhaps it becomes less about this circular argument of statistics and it more comes to being chained to the Word of God and seeing some stuff. Seeing things like Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. When you've chained yourselves to the Word of God, you'll have some enlightening of your eyes. You you will have seen Ecclesiastes 1, 9, which says, that which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. So, when a believer encounters things like we've seen, like for example, I don't know if you remember when COVID first hit, there was the hashtag that went around in this together. Raise your hand if you've heard that before regarding COVID. Yeah. It went around on social media, hashtag in this together. And when I first saw that, it, 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 that sounds so wonderful. I mean, it really does. The thought. Of a world of people uniting together to fight this disease, man, that sounds awesome. That mean that would that 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 when you think about it, that kind of does start to bring some encouragement. But then when you look at the Word of God and you see Romans three twenty three, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that the human heart is desperately wicked above all things, and that there's nothing new under the sun. All of a sudden, you think to yourself, you know what? The only thing that humans have ever been united in all together, the only thing we've been in all together is the fact that we're all sinners. And the fact that we all need Christ. That's the only thing that we've ever all been united in. So this idea of in this together, as a believer who's chained themselves to the Word of God with a good, loving chain that gives good direction and enlightens the eyes so we can see these things, all of a sudden it becomes less about this rat race of statistics and all of a sudden you step back and say... We're not going to be in this thing altogether. That is not a true reality of God's Word. Rather, we've seen from God's Word that nothing is new under the sun. As it was for Pharaoh trying to make himself be over the people of God, as it will be today. As it was for Nebuchadnezzar over God's people, so it will be today. As it was for Herod over God's people, so it will be today because there's nothing new under the sun. The only thing we've ever been united in is that we're all sinners and need Jesus. As it was for Hitler and Stalin, as it will be today. As it was in American slavery, so it will be today. As it is currently, with child trafficking and all that goes on with that. As it will continue to be, because there's nothing new under the sun. So the believer, with enlightened eyes, having chained themselves to the Word of God, will then step into that situation and say, Okay, who's the Stalin here? Who's the Hitler in all this? Yes, be wise, be informed, but remember it's less about this rat race of statistics. People, those convinced against your will are of the same opinion still. Don't forget that. And remember that you are to have enlightened eyes to step back and see the picture of what's taking place here. So hear me and hear me clearly because most people only hear about 60% of what a preacher's actually saying. I'm not saying to be misinformed. Don't be misinformed. You need to be an advocate yourself. You need to be learning things. You need to be understanding things so that you, being accountable to be the manager of this body that God has entrusted, you need to do a wise job at that, child of God. You ought not to be misinformed. And the last thing I'll simply say about that is that if your doctor or the organization that you are trusting, if they believe in abortion as a moral action... I do not believe it's wise to trust them, be it an individual doctor or an entity that would agree on that. They're not about preserving human life. They don't care about life in the womb, and they don't care about your life either. You, as a child of God, need to be aware of what's going on. You need to do your research. You need to have your eyes enlightened to see the picture of what is happening here. Nothing new under the sun. So lastly... Regarding the word of God that we chain ourselves to with a good chain. To remember that we exist to praise Jesus through worship in the word. There is this enduring forever and this righteous altogether that the word of God is that it brings about. The Bible is as relevant the day that God spoke it into existence through the people that he chose to be the pens through which he would write scripture, it is as relevant that moment as it is this very day. If you believe it, say amen. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands. Let's try that again. Because that was the part where you were supposed to shout forever. Isaiah 40 verse 8, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands Forever. forever. Amen. If we chain ourselves to the Word of God, we are chaining ourselves to the perfect, everlasting anchor. It enlightens the eyes, it rejoices the heart, it makes wise the simple, and it restores the human, sinful human soul that needs the restoration of a loving Savior. So all of these things, to summarize, all these things that we have found in the Word of God, the law of the Lord, testimony, statutes, commandments, judgments, And the things they cause when we chain ourselves to the word of God, converting the soul, making wise the simple, rejoicing the heart, enlightening the eyes, enduring forever and righteous altogether. Of all of those things, God says, look now to verse 10 in our Bibles. More to be desired are they than gold. Yes, than much fine gold. Gold. If you chain yourselves, dear Christian, this morning to the Word of God and you experience these things that God has outlined are the result of having chained yourselves to the Word of God, it's more valuable than a great, big, fat 401k. It's way better than any kind of treasure you could have. It's sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. It's something you'll experience as being sweet. Verse 11, moreover by them your servant is warned, it'll give you warning in your life when you chain yourselves to the word of God, it'll give you direction, and in keeping them there is great reward, somebody say reward, there's great reward in these things, and this is not to say that your life will always be easy when you trust the word of God, but it is to say that it is the absolute pathway to the most blessed life, and that is irrespective of trouble final benefits that God says in his word regarding this good chain that we chain ourselves to the word of God to remember that we exist as a church to praise him through worship and the word verse 12 who can understand his errors cleanse me from my secret faults keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins let them not have dominion over me then I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression. New Covenant Community Church exists to praise Jesus through worship and the Word. If you believe it, say amen. So we have talked about the Word. What about worship? And I will preach this quickly, but please know that the brevity with which I will preach this does not indicate a lesser importance, not at all. Verse 14. Let the words of my mouth And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. The psalmist says, Lord, I want everything that comes out of my mouth. I want everything that this heart even considers and certainly all actions. I want all of those things to be pleasing to you. New Covenant Community Church exists to praise Jesus. Someone say Jesus. We exist to praise Jesus through worship and the Word. Our every being is to praise Him, Him first, Him always. Of this sentence that you see, the most key word in the whole thing is Jesus. To worship Him with our words, our thoughts, Our social media posts, our clothing, the food and drink that we put into our bodies, how we steward these bodies, how we steward our homes, how we steward our bank accounts, all of those things are to be pointed at worshiping Jesus. First Corinthians 10.31 says, Therefore, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. So you say, Pastor Ben, I can see the benefits from God's Word. Like, I can see if you, if you're as a believer and you do things God's ways, that results in some stuff. And that's good. And we've talked about all the stuff that God's Word creates. But, but why is it that God wants us to be pointed in worship in our every word our every thought everything we do why is it that god wants us to be appointed in worship in that way why 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 can't we just go about our lives in other ways and just trust the word of god why does worship have to be up there also and i could give you many reasons but the one that i would simply give you now is simply that when jesus accomplished all that he accomplished and paying the price for our sin And doing all that he did perfectly, committing no sin, no word ever coming off of his tongue that was not perfect. When Jesus did all of those things, he was granted all authority. We know that to be true. Jesus says before he leaves his earthly ministry, before he ascended on high, he says all authority has been given to me. The Father in view and surveying all that Jesus did said this is worthy. To see the power of Jesus over sin, over death, to walk through this life tempted like all of the rest of humankind are, but to go through it perfectly, to show the grace that he showed, to show the mercy that he showed, to be victorious over all the work of hell. When God surveyed all those things, he said that is worthy of having all authority. And God gave it to him. The Father gave it to him. So who are we to survey all that Jesus has done and to not say at least the same, that he is worthy of all authority, he is worthy of all praise, Jesus and him alone. No other movement, no other person, no other idea but the very person of the Lord Jesus Christ and what it is that he has done. We exist as a church to praise Jesus through worship and the word. I hope it's clear as to why worship and the word are the things in which we praise one and only one and his name is Jesus. Someone say amen. Would you please stand with me as we come to the music? As we bow our heads and close our eyes. We as a church have seen the benefit of this good loving chain to chain ourselves to worship to chain ourselves to the word of God. We've seen the benefit of it as a body of believers. The question I've got for you is, have you seen it in your individual life for you to say, I must chain myself to this word? That's exciting. I must chain myself to this word and I must chain myself to worship. I wonder if you've chained yourself to worship. Have you committed yourself to that? Because do you sing to the Lord at church? I wonder if you sing to the Lord in your home. I wonder if we have come to the same conclusion that the Father came to when He surveyed all the Son did and gave Him all authority. I wonder if we've come to that same conclusion. Father in Heaven, as we traverse forward, Keep us strong. Make us wise. To willfully and lovingly, in light of all that you have done, in light of the fact that you loved us first, that we would chain ourselves to worship you with a good chain, a good, loving chain that holds us strong in turmoil and that brings us back into the proper place. I pray we would love that chain as a church as we continue on with a clear vision in Jesus' awesome name and all the church says.